Ta-da! It is the Man Fuse Podcast. I am Kay Lee, audio producer, voice artist, sitting here with my co-host, Ben H. Ta-da! That's a new way to start it. Ta-da! Ta-da! little sunshine in today's dark times. Dark times it is. Today on the Man Fuse Podcast, I'm going to educate you, Ben, on what I have done over the last year to have my responsibilities taken away from me on my kids' 9U baseball team. And then we're going to dive into something a little bit more serious. Ben and I are going to weigh in on the Texas shooting, and we'll go over the many failures that occurred for 19 kids and two teachers. But first, last week's episode... Monkeypox. Man Purses and Monkey Pox yeah. is the title, so please check it out. When I typed in Man Purse, I know that you said last week in the Did episode. You see good ones? Yeah, man. And one Dude, by the name brand of Nutsack. Yes. Nutsack Man Bags. I but love they it. looked really, really good. I love it. So you need to check out Nutsack. I think, honestly, it's given me ideas. Maybe we need to switch this whole Zodi Link thing and go and do a man bag line. Man fused man bags. Man fused man bags. <laughs> so, with or without a pistol holster? Oh, with <clears throat> or without. You can One do way or both. The other. I mean, they have some man bags on Nutsack, Ben, that yeah. have um, the uh, mole. Yeah. Yeah. So they have some that have the mole. Why do they call it mole? I don't know. The mole bags. I don't know. The nutsack mole bags. I'm sure it's an acronym for something. I think the man bag thing is just getting started. Oh. I think historically it's been around for some time. Right. Especially like back in the day when dudes wore like gowns. You know, it's not like they had pockets. You, <laughs> you know mean, what I mean? A man dress? A man gown. <laughs> a man gown. You know, like back in Caesar and, right. and like back in the ancient Rome, Roman right. Empire. Yeah, oh yeah. The man gown. Where'd you put your shit? You didn't have any pockets in the man gown. What about what about the Muslims? Yeah. When they're wearing their... Um, I don't know what it's called. Man gown? But you know what I'm saying. It's yeah. like a big shirt. Yeah, it's a snuggie. <laughs> it's, a, it's a shirt that goes to the ground. It's a shirt dress. <laughs> it's a snuggie. Yeah. Essentially. <laughs> Basically. So, so now, the, I don't know if you have shorts on underneath that thing with pockets or not, but a man bag would really help things. And they carry them. They've been carrying. Hey, even in the ancient Sumerian texts, you know, they had the little, the eagle guys were walking around. The gods were all holding bags. Huh. They're man purse. Man, man bags. Oh, okay. How is your um, confidence with your man bag still going strong? Yeah, you know, there were a few comments. I did notice a few comments. <laughs> there have been a few. Um, By who? Is it those you love and yes, those that yes. love you? Family members. No no stranger comments, but um, we were, we were uh, at Jennifer's family's home. That's his wife. Yes. Her stepsister and her husband came. Oh. And he was like, wow, is he really wearing that? Is that what he As said? I was walking by, I didn't say anything. Oh, I just kept rolling. That was that was the perfect time for some confrontation. Yeah, and you know it would have been fine, but I was on the way out. I had to go get wine. I wasn't I wasn't trying to cause too much. And he needed of his a man conversation. Pro- I had to roll out. Everything's in my man bag, so I grab it and go. And he was like, "Wow, is that real?" Ooh, you mm-hmm. know it is. You know it is. You know it's real. This confidence is yeah. real. I was curious because, yeah, I, knew, I think we all needed a follow-up to your um, to see how you were feeling about your uh Part, part your of fashion. carrying a man bag is you you got to accept the fact that you're going to get comments. Right. I mean, it's just one of those things that you just kind of, you know, when one comes along, you just keep it moving. 
there's really not that big of a need for defense. The truth is... There's not that big of a need for defense. No, there's really not. <laughs> and the truth is, as soon as people really start thinking about the concept of a man bag... And the function. Then they are honestly faced with Do I how get- secure are they in their own masculinity. Mm. I realize that anybody perpetrating on me for wearing a man bag, it's just a reflection of their own insecurity. Just like the, why do they give a shit what I'm wearing? Just like the gay guy that hates homosexuals. Yeah, and doesn't know that he's gay, or does, but he's hiding it. Maybe. Uh huh. Yeah. Interesting. So Ben, let me take you back. Last season, yes, my son played for eight U baseball. Right now, I know your son Jack had a yeah. little taste of of when some he was base- three and a half. Three and a half. It didn't really work didn't out. Really he take. wasn't really interested. Yeah. Most three and a half year olds aren't, and their attention spans are you know not even there. Right. Um, as you go through the years of baseball, you'll see how competitive and how crazy yes. the parents get. And I've heard. I've been on the verge of being one of those parents sort of okay so you've been uh, holding yourself back yeah kind of um but i was the assistant coach last season you're you're an official i was so you couldn't really show that like yeah i mean side I, I was things. pretty cool but yeah. um besides getting in an on-air fight with another coach on the radio and That's going allowed. back and forth yeah i That's mean cool. it was it was it was some stuff we ended up following the main coach to a different travel ball league okay. this season. Okay. I was not asked to be an assistant coach. How again. did that make you feel? Well, if I had to, I don't think I've ever spoke on this publicly. Um, I was a little hurt. A little bit? I was a little hurt. You kind of hoped that you would have been asked? Well, we won a championship together. Yeah. So... Why wouldn't results are there? Results were there. So why wouldn't I have been asked since now my son is following him to this travel ball league? He obviously wants my son on the league, on the team with him. Was he he allowed to choose his his assistant coach? Of course he was. He's the coach. He wanted my son, but he didn't want me. Mm. Yes. So what did I do? I sat back. Yeah. I took a normal father spectator role. Right. Detached a little bit. That was my role in the beginning. Mm -hmm. A huge thing now in 9U baseball and in baseball in general for kids has become their walk-up music. Yeah, I like that. That's dope. Have you ever thought about, like, what would your walk... Dude, this is a question I've asked a lot of people. Okay. Throughout time. Okay. What would your walk-up music be? We can just kind of table that, but just saying. Yes, for me personally? Just in life. What would my walk-up-to-God music, my walk-up-to-a-business-meeting yeah, music? If you could have music play when you rolled up. Mm, this is very character-defining. Um, and again, we I, I don't want to interrupt your, no, your story. No, but no, no, no. The this, walk-up music is, is just such a big... Decision. Like, like when you walk into your boss's office and you lay your cock out on the table yeah. and you say, I want to raise right. what that music is when you walk through yeah. the door. Or when you get married. I mean, like we had to choose walk up music for our wedding. Okay. Right? Yeah. The guy walks up, 
something plays. Dun, 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 the girl walks up, something dun, plays. Dun, 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 no, no, you got to have your own like walk-up song, dog. You didn't have a walk-up song? No, I don't know. I don't remember. What would your walk-up music be? Just I, I, overall, I mean, we're not talking situational. We're just talking no, about just like a theme overall song. Overall in life, when you wake up in the morning and you start getting ready, yeah. the theme song. If you were a movie that would be playing when you got up, when the camera opened up on you, yeah, for whatever it was you were doing, yeah, with business meeting, it doesn't matter, right? Kicking in the door, whatever. What would your walk up music? I have to go like Top Gun soundtrack. Okay. Dun, dun. Yeah, that sounds good. Do you see that yet? Not the new one I haven't I seen. I saw it in IMAX the, old the other night. Did you? Yeah. Was it awesome? It was fucking gangster. Yeah. Dude, the 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 cinematography and the plane flying was just Crazy. insane. Yeah. It's was done like it's never been done before. Wow. Which, you know, leave it to that Scientologist Tom Cruise to do that. You know, the Scientology thing is kind of interesting. You know, Grant Cardone wrote a big post yesterday about Scientology. Who's Grant Cardone? Grant Cardone is a, um, he's a big time real estate guy. He's a, he's a billionaire and he's also a motivational speaker, sales speaker, sales trainer, kind of a guy. And uh, he's kind incredibly successful. Oh, I'm sure. Incredibly successful. And he's done really well. And I uh, put out this big post on Scientology saying how uh, basically, you know, that it is a place where he meets people from all religions studying there um, and that it's not something that asks you to cast your religion aside. It actually coordinates with your religion, whatever your religion may be. And it's something that's really helped him in his life. And so he was encouraging other people to look into it. I thought it was interesting. That is pretty crazy. The other stories I've heard are very cult-like, and we're not here to discuss Scientology yet. (laughs) Yet. Yeah, but I mean, it's interesting nonetheless. I mean, it was, you know. Maybe that is a uh, It's something a lot of really, 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 really successful people swear by. Yeah. As far as it pertains to a, a tool to help you kind of improve the relationship with yourself so that you can be your best possible self. Hmm. Interesting. Is the message that, that I've gotten. Okay. Which I'm not against. Um, something that, anything really that encourages that, I'm not against. I think I would have to have my walk-up music be something like Beastie Boys Sabotage or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Something hard hitting, just out the gate. Walk up music. So what did they choose for the team? This was the deal. There was a mother that took it upon herself to start putting together the walk up music. The kids would request their songs, right? And then it got to the point where they were like, "Well, why don't we have Kaylee voice the intros?" Oh. Now, I am a voice artist. What I do. do voiceovers. That's right. And I'm thinking to myself, listen, you didn't want me as an assistant coach. I've accepted that. I've moved on. And I kind of like not having a job. It's a nice, it's got to be kind of nice. It, it has been. Yeah. And now I am being asked to voice. So I'm like, okay, what? I'm just going to voice it. It's not that big of a deal. It's a one-time thing. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. So everyone's like, yeah, have Kaylee do it, you know? 
Fine, fine people, twist my arm, yes. I'll do it. Yes. Little did I know that I'd be taking over the entire project. The whole thing. I'm bringing a speaker out to every game. Yeah. I'm playing it. Now, fortunately, there is an app that somebody created. Nice. That really does help you connect all the pieces together. Right. But I still, I had to voice them all. I had to segue the kids' requests into their music. Yes. and and get it all rolling. I'm yes. going to give you a sample right now okay. of what it sounded like. This is how it sounds. This is the kid's requested song. Each kid gets his own walk-up intro. Right. Like, Dang. So, this is like a, a serious production. Tanner Hughes. If we die, it's fine. We live for this. Each kid has his own thing. Different every week? No, no, it hasn't been different so every week. So this is just one for the whole season? Correct. How many kids are there? Twelve. So you got to do twelve. Everybody's got to hear twelve of these from both teams. Yeah, but it's played right when you do your, like, right when they're walking up to bat. So it's yeah. really short. But every here, time they get up for bat? Yes. Wow. So here's the thing. So I got, So this is going on all day. I... I so, <laughs> So I got suckered into doing it. <laughs> but now, I'm just saying, you're hearing this constantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. when the kids walk up. So yeah. I thought to myself, after a few times of running the thing, yeah. that my kids' walk-up music had no balls. Yeah. Okay? What was his walk-up music? My son's? Yeah. So my son's original walk-up music was... Um, Number 10, Kai the Phoenix Heck. Don't you hear, you hear the Drum and bass. Oh, the Phoenix. I'm feeling that. <laughs> I'm feeling that, dude. So that was my sons, right? Yeah. I thought when they stood up to bat, right. the other team should be intimidated. Yeah, what is all this like techno music? Well, that was their choice. It wasn't I know, all. but it's weird. So it's I not intimidating. So I took their playlist and I scrapped it. Yeah. And I put together my own playlist yeah. for each kid yes. with customized intro. I like it. That when they came up to bat the other Teaching team. Teaching these little kids how to be badasses. That the other team would be like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Now, I might have gotten in some trouble. The, the other parents didn't like this? I don't think the umpires liked it. The umpire didn't like it. The umpires. You did, you got thrown out of the whole. I did your playlist get, get removed? Out. Well, I mean, yeah, maybe. Did now, they kind of say, "Hey, whatever that is, no more." Now keep in mind, this is the Federation of Christian Athletes. Whoa, that's I thought the it was league. the fellowship. Fellowship. Yeah. Fellowship. Okay. Federation. FCA. Fellowship. FCA. The Federation. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like some shit from Star Wars. That's right. This it is, is the Federation of International Policy. So I created my own version, and it says badass motherfuckers. I love it. Now, we're going to go through, Yeah. and I'm going to let you hear. This series is one way that I have fucked up. Yeah. There was another way I fucked up, and we'll get to that. How? Well, I'm going to tell you after we go through this. So you only did this for one. Did did it make it through all the kids or did it just get clipped immediately? No, no. It, it made it through all the kids. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah. All right. Let me see here. He's not here for fun. He's here to win. Number nine. 
Tanner Hughes. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, the Beastie Boys. That's your song right there. I know. That's why I chose it. Yeah, number one. That's good, right? First one out of the gate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Who's up next? You best back the f*** up. Oh. Number four, Brooks Murray. Yeah, it's good, right? Yeah. Now, you hear that? You best back the fuck up? Yeah. I don't know. Did the ref not like that? I don't think so. I was starting to get looks like people really? were just looking back at me like, what the fuck? All right. Like He's the other about parents to too? start kicking <laughs> and he doesn't care about your name. <laughs> Number five, Caden White. Yes. This is definitely on my top top two list. Making money the fly way. Now let me point out that I didn't bleep out getting laid tonight that was yeah. a, that was an oversight on yeah. my part yeah rolling up a swisher tight yeah, um, yeah probably not the best but this is this is better i mean to me definitely better walk-up music than the stuff that these kids are choosing right i mean i feel like i'm in a nightclub somewhere right when i'm listening to their music But how do you feel about my intro so far yeah i feel like i'm walking up to a it, it's got to be like a boxing match Right. Yeah. But I think the kids, the other team, was starting to get intimidated. I believe they were. I hope your coach is ready to throw in the towel. <laughs> Number eight, Tyler Foy. Wake up! Wake up! Run, rush, and put a little makeup! Yeah. I just got to fade away the shake-up! Why'd you leave the kids up on the table? Here you go, create another table! You wanted to. You wanted to. I just got to fade away the shake-up! You wanted to. All right, here we go. <laughs> He's about to drop the hammer on that ass. Number 55, Hank the Hammer Michaels. Yeah. I'm, I'm feeling all this. I don't see the problem here. He rounds the bases like a runaway freight train. Yeah. Number seven, Clayton Chester. Yeah. I mean, I would think this would get the kids fired up. Oh, they loved it. Yeah. Oh, they loved it. They were all fired up, ready to win. Did they win? Oh, yeah, we won. Yeah, then it doesn't matter. Get out the way. Get out the way. Were the other parents upset? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Because of hey the bleeped boys, out curse words? Here comes a man. <laughs> Number 18, <laughs> Ryder Hughes. <laughs> Let's get ready to rumble! Feel the fires into the rear! Yeah, yeah. Full ball beat. Yeah, I love it. All right, here we go. We got a few more. Here's your warning. Hey, pitcher, you hit him with the ball, he's rushing the mound. Yes. Number six. Gabriel. I mean, that's intimidating. Listen, this song. (laughs) (laughs) Wait for it. Just let this one run. Everybody's just like, when? <laughs> Sorry, little sound effects at the end there. Um, that one went a little longer than the other. Snacks. Just know 
He's going out for drinks. <laughs> Number three, Nathan Hints. I mean, I feel like... Yeah. If I heard... I, I would be so afraid if I was the other team right yeah. now. I feel like I was going up against some freaking misfits. Yeah. Some complete ruffians. Yeah. That like, you know, I hope their bus leaves before ours. Yeah. Just know, while you're eating your post-game snacks, yeah. Nathan Hintz is going out for drinks. Yeah. <laughs> Nine years old, right? All right, hold on. Holy <laughs> shit. Who let the dog out? <laughs> Number 12, Maddox, the Mad Dog Moore. Stitches want to try. Stitches want to lie. Stitches want to lie. Stitches want to die. But they're 10, right? Nine. Double digits. They're close enough. They're nine. Nine you, you know? Nine-ish. Yeah. He's so good, five colleges already want to sign him. (laughs) Number 15, Tyler Dunsing. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. I love it, dude. I know the kids love it. Dude, the kids loved it. So what do the umpires say? They were bitching. And well, what, I mean, parents, what do they, what do they well, want? The fact that I was bleeping out curse words. Yeah. But I said they're not curse Excuse words. Excuse me, peace. sir. Did you hear a cur- curse word? No. I didn't hear a curse word. No. I might have said one in my head when I heard that, and so did you. We're all grown-ups here. Yeah. My coach got some uh, messages from the head of the FCA about Saying it. you can't do it? Said that that was kind of inappropriate, and I had taken it just a little too far. I can see it being a little pushing the envelope with the fellowship of Christian athletes. I can see that. I mean, I used to go to these FCA meetings when I was younger. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I did. When I was in, like, uh, middle school, they had, like, a church thing. Yeah, because they pray after every game. Well, no, it was, like, a way to get—it was a way to, like—it was, like, something to do. I think it was on, like, Wednesday night. It was everybody's at the church. They had cookies and stuff, and they could, like, hang out with all— get to see, you know, girls and your friends, like, whatever. Well, this is the last and final. This is my son's walk-up music. Yeah. I'll bet you wish your ashes would rise up. (laughs) Number 10. Kai, the Phoenix, Hex. My daddy, stunning like my daddy, stunning like my daddy. Birdman in the house. Birdman. Yeah. Uh, man, see, I. Uh, dude, Young I, Money. YMCMB forever. Okay, so that happened first. Yeah. Whoa. Let's give it some extra tunes. Yeah, yeah. Then the last game, something happened. Now, Ben, most coaches will come out, and they have this little speaker that has yeah. a little, like, like luggage handle. Right. I don't have one of those speakers. I only have a little speaker, or I have a giant speaker. Like a concert style. Like a PA yeah. that is, like, a yeah. subwoofer and, like, ten tweeters. And so, wait, you have to supply your own speaker as well? Oh, yes, 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 oh, yes. Oh, yes, I yes. see where this is going, uh-huh. and I like it. Winning starts... With mindset. And it starts with, yeah, my actions. Because I don't have a different speaker, so I had to bring out the big gun. So my speaker now towers over everyone else's speaker. And everything. And everything. Last week. Did you have to bring it up with, like, you have, like, a dolly? Well, I need one. (laughs) I really need one. I'm having to carry You should have a dolly that says, fuck your speakers. (laughs) So I'm connected through Bluetooth. Yeah. This infraction happened Mm. 
the last game. Yeah, it did. Now, when my kids are in the field, I don't have to worry about playing anything. You got to listen to everybody else's from the other team play. Correct. When when they're in the field. Correct. Which is annoying. Right. And you get to size up their speaker. So you can go a little louder just to add a little bit of... And sometimes I'll even mix it up in between innings. A little I'll throw bit of aggression. On a song. I'll throw on a song in between innings. Yeah. Um, sometimes just so it's not a quiet changeover. Does the other side get a little upset about no, that? No, 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 no. They welcome it, I guess. I haven't played They're like, hey, yet. we have a speaker too, so we're going to have to like co- cooperate and swap innings. So the field we were at last game, two fields separated by the concession stand. Yeah. My kids are in the field. I'm off duty at the moment. So I go to get myself an icy because it's hot and I want to be refreshed. Now, I'm connected to this thing Bluetooth. Yeah. So I'm not even thinking about it, Ben. You're and my a little dad, porno in the bathroom. My dad comes over and I'm like, ooh, you got to see this video of my daughter who's two swimming. Yeah. So I start playing it. I Thank don't, God. I don't hear any audio. Nothing. Like, You're just the? cranking it. I'm, I'm like, what, what the hell? I don't hear any audio. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know why it's not working. And I went on. Now I put my phone down in my hand and I guess my finger swiped to the next photo right. or video yeah. in my album. Which was? It was the promo... For a previous man-fused episode. Nice. Yes. So we got a little bit of advertising. Yeah, you can say that. Well, I mean, it looks like they say even bad press is good press. Now, I don't know it's playing because I'm at the concession stand. Yeah. I didn't know my Bluetooth would reach this speaker. Yeah, from that distance. From that distance. Now, I can't hear it. Right. Because there's other noise around. Right. But a mom comes running over to me. No way. Why is it that men take so long to take a <laughs> <laughs> If I had to answer honestly with three kids, four dogs, because yeah. that's one of the only places I get solitude. To sit down and just have a break. <laughs> right. Maybe that's not the answer for everyone, but it's almost an escape. It's a place where I can be sort of left No alone. way. I like to sit there till my legs go numb. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know. Old poop legs. <laughs> Old doo leg. Now, Ben, you have a Toto toilet. Yeah. You press the button, the oh, spring God. commences, and they've got this thing dialed in. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm at my house, and I'm sitting on a toilet seat yeah. that is way too small <laughs> oh, for my <laughs> So I end up on the seat a lot. Oh, God. Gross. <laughs> I have a mom oh running over God. to me like And this is like at a at a halftime or something? No, this is in the middle so of the So they're literally inning. playing game. They're playing a game. <laughs> is are they like on the outfield like like what the well, hell? They're on the infield. I I'm not paying attention to them. Are people ben? just like looking? People at are each other? looking all around. And they're looking this at each mom other. Comes running over to me and is like, Is your phone connected oh, to your no. speaker? And I was like, Yeah. She's like, You might want to look at what's playing. Oh my God. And I look down. And there, and it, there was. it was. Beautiful. And I walk back over very sheepishly. Yeah. And everyone stops and stares. And I'm like, Sorry. It's a pretty relatable topic. 
Very much so. <laughs> yeah, it's something that, you know, maybe everybody during the second inning, all the men in the audience yeah, that no. are around, they probably They were agree. laughing, and then they looked at their wives, and they were like, oh, Will Smith about it. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. All the guys were laughing. Needless to say, Ben, I'm no longer allowed to control the speaker. I've gotten fired, got from, fired another, from another, another position. position. <laughs> what a misfit. <laughs> Even the voice control artist <laughs> can't control the speaker. <laughs> I mean, what would you do if you heard that go on? I mean, you should sneak a speaker in, play the Man Fuse podcast. Do you think it could get any worse? Yes. <laughs> Every game yeah. is live streamed. Oh. So if you can't. We got to make- get that clip, dude. That is great marketing. Man plays man-fused podcast oh. in front of nine-year-old baseball game. My wife wasn't able to make the game, right? My speaker. Did she get a call? Oh, no. Oh. She was watching. Oh. And listening. No way. So the way... The camera sits yeah. right behind home plate. Right. That's where they control the scoreboard. The scoreboard control is underneath the camera. Mm-hmm. If I'm even there yeah. in that vicinity talking, it's picking up everything I have to say. Everything you say. My speaker sits exactly to the right of that scoreboard. Right dial. there, under it. So my wife is blowing me up. Really? As the thing is playing. No way. Saying, what in the fuck is going on? Yeah. Because all she could hear. You're like, honey, we've me. got to get this thing off the ground. Honey. <laughs> <laughs> We're fighting for listeners. We need this for advertising. Do you not believe in what we're doing? <laughs> Of all people, I would not expect you (laughs) to be offended. You should be supportive of me. This is part of the family business. (laughs) (laughs) All that talk about legacy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All that therapy conversation. Therapy. (laughs) Yeah. About you supporting me. (laughs) (laughs) Everything you said you would do is not true. (laughs) All right. By the way, it was Ben's idea, honey. It was not mine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Ben said it was a good idea. Yeah. (laughs) And I had to go with his gut feeling. I had to go with it. All right. So now moving on from the superficial to the tragic events that have unfolded in the last week and a half. May 24th was the day. So the timeline, and my wife actually informed me, she sent me a screenshot of something that at Rob Elementary in the state of Texas, in mm-hmm. the city of Uvalde. Yeah, just outside San Antonio. I think. Home and of Matthew McConaughey. I think he grew oh. up in Uvalde. Interesting. Um, that a active shooter situation was going down, yeah. and at that time, reports were saying nine students were shot and couple of teachers. I believe that was the count. I think it was like 11 or 12 people that were dead. 
and that an 18-year-old local um, had shot his grandmother and was being chased by police, ran his car into a ditch near the school, and ran through an open door in the school, what, a day and a half, two days before summer break. Yeah. That's where, at the time, the news had stopped. Mm-hmm. I We didn't have any, you know, briefings right. or updates. I think it was still unfolding. Right. And which it ended up being, as we know later on, that it was actually 19 10-year-olds and two adult teachers were murdered. Unbelievable. It's so sad. You having a young kid, and this really hit close to home for me because both two of my three kids are in elementary school. Yes. One of my kids is going into the fourth grade. Right. Nine years old. Yeah. You know, he wasn't, I don't think, um, prejudiced about choosing a classroom. He went in. It could have been the third grader's class he went into. Could have been any class. Yeah. What we're kind of hearing now is that the guy who was calling the shots changed it from a suspect barricaded in a room, which I guess is one type of designation instead of an active shooter, which is why they didn't move in because there's this huge chunk of time. Yeah, he's barricaded into a room with a bunch of kids and teachers. What they're saying is that designation, they didn't feel they needed to move in on the target with any... Sense of urgency? Yeah. Which, come to find out, there were 19 kids and two teachers in that room. Right. Which he just slaughtered. 34 minutes passed before Border Patrol agents arrived, entered the classroom, and killed Ramos, whatever, approximately 80 minutes after he entered the school. There were police outside of that classroom for like... Psycho. 40 minutes. That's crazy. Doing nothing. That's crazy. It's insane. So what the fuck is going on? Who is taking the responsibility for this shit? Because you're going to argue. Everyone's going to have a side. There's a lot of people on one side. Guns are a part of it. Yes, guns were a part of it. This, This guy who was 18, who turned 18 a few days before he went and purchased the guns, was allowed to purchase... These two ARs with a ton of ammo. Yeah. Why would the school, why are not schools protected by police officers? Well, that's another failure is that the resource officer wasn't there conveniently. Where was he? I'm not even sure they have released where he decided to go during the time that this all, all unfolded. He could have been out to lunch. It's crazy. He could have been, onlookers were urging police to charge into the school. And they didn't. They didn't, for whatever reason. Waiting to confront Texas school shooter was the wrong decision, police admit, along with a string of other failures. Um, you know, and they're, they're coming out and saying, we failed. But, like... That doesn't do these families any good. I mean, this broke my heart. It's it's heartbreaking, really, for the kids and the teachers and the families. And the families, but you know, these kids that 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 lost their lives. It's such a such a beautiful point of their life. How afraid they were, 
Which and is a place that you drop your kids off. You expect them you to know, be safe. If if and you know, obviously it hit home for me too, having my son in a school. There's no explanation for how horrible it is, and there's really no reason why these people do these things. You know, they say they have their reasons or whatever the case may be. No reason's good enough to to take an innocent life. If you're going to take someone's life, take your own life. You're going to go out and and cause other people pain and hurt for eternity. It's just wrong, man. It's just wrong. People say less guns, but you know, and, and and at the end of the day, should this guy have been allowed to go buy an AR-15 and all these bullets and shit? Dude, the guy can't even buy a beer. You can't buy a pistol until you're 21 years old. A pistol. You can buy an AR-15, but you can't buy a pistol. An AR-15 is more like a hunting rifle. They're long rifles. It's a barrel thing. You can't buy a pistol until you're 21, but you can go buy an AR-15 or a rifle. Something's got to change, dude. I mean, and I'm not, I, I am I am very pro-Second Amendment, and I'm very pro um, uh, having an armed society. You have to just look at things that don't make sense, man. And I mean, that doesn't make sense. And it's crazy because, and I've heard it a million times, all these other countries, we've had like over 200 mass shootings, and I believe they define a mass shooting as four or more people. Yeah. This year, yeah. we're about to hit our sixth month. In other countries, in the UK, there's been like one. How many have we had this year? Like 212. No this year? More shootings than we've had days of the year. Wow. Yeah. You know, and the question is, I mean, how much of those weapons come from Walmart? How much of those weapons come from the street? How much of them come from their own household? Their own household. I mean, the big argument on it is it taking guns out of the legal market? Does that prevent bad guys from getting guns? Does it prevent good guys from getting guns? If you have proper background checks, if you have proper things like that, and you have a proper age group and so forth... You know, you should be able to purchase firearms by preventing people from doing that. You're not you're not taking it out of the hands of the bad guys, I don't think. In this case, an 18-year-old who just turned 18 who's buying an AR-15 yeah. or two of them yeah. with a shitload of ammunition yeah. is a red flag. Yeah, it shouldn't be allowed. You shouldn't be able to buy a gun before you can buy a beer. I agree. End of story. I agree. Any kind of fucking gun. But granted, there's a black market. But with this guy at 18 years old, would he have been able to have found these no. items on a black market that short after Maybe. turning 18? It's a possibility, but, he certainly but I couldn't doubt have it. gone into, where did he buy it, from Walmart or something? I don't even know exactly where he bought it, but it doesn't really matter. He bought it from a store. Yeah, I mean, you know, you could go to Academy right now yeah. and buy whatever you want. Yeah, if they have anything. Academy's or out or, of everything. you know, Walmart or whatever. Academy sucks. <laughs> yeah, or whatever it is. You know, you can go into the store and buy a firearm. Yeah. I, I don't think I, I don't think you should be able to when you're 18 years old. You don't have enough of a, of a history to show. At least at 21, you have three years since you're 18. Right, of being, you of know, granting. being in society. Then comes the conversation of, oh, well, I can join the Marines and go die for my country before I can even buy a beer or buy a weapon. You know, you're going to tell a 20-year-old kid that served, you know, three tours in Afghanistan that he can't 
go to the store and buy a deer rifle or something or a pistol. I mean, you know, it's, it's a strange scenario because when you look at the outlying cases and they are outlying cases, but it does happen. They're like a mushroom cloud because they have such horrific results. You know, even with that many shootings, compare that many shootings to a number of gun sales. So every 1 million guns that sell, we have a mass shooting, right? Still, you have a million, you have 999,999 of them. And I don't know what the statistics are, but you, you understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. It's just an, it, it's a really strange conversation because one thought is you ain't, there ain't nothing that you can do about a crazy MFer with a gun. If a crazy person wants to get a gun, they're going to get a gun. But that being said, there should be some waiting period. There should be some kind of background. I mean, you shouldn't just be able to go and load up same combat day. load. Same day. Yeah, like combat load. <clears throat> I mean, dude, it's different, bro. If you're going to buy a deer rifle and you kill people with a deer rifle, I mean, shit, dude, you could kill somebody with a fucking BB gun. You know what I'm saying? That's one point of failure i believe our society in yeah. the united states yes because we can't get anywhere you got the lobbyists you got the nra that are really powerful you know you've got both sides of the aisle wanting you know democrats want gun control republicans are not quick to move on it that's number one and then you actually have the state of texas and the town of uvalde their police officers, their government, yeah. that dropped the fucking ball. The gunman entered the school through a back door he found propped open. A, why was the fucking door propped open? When I go to my kid's school, which I really like this, dude, I've got to be buzzed in by yeah. like through two doors right. of security. Like right. I've got to hit the microphone. They've got to see me. Right. I've, I walk in the first door yeah. and then they can really see me. And yeah. I'm talking through some bullet-plated glass, and right. I don't live in a bad area. Right. A back door was propped open and began shooting in classrooms 111 and 112. They're reporting at least 100 shots were fired based on the audio evidence. Two minutes later, three police officers entered the same door the gunman did. By 12.03, there were as many as 19 officers in the hallway. But it wasn't until 12.50 that the classroom the gunman was shooting in was breached using keys from a janitor, and that's when the gunman was fatally shot. 12.50. He got in there at 11.33. 12.03, I mean, that's still a lot of time. 12.03, 19 officers in the hallway, and they didn't go in for 47 well, well, minutes? Well, the question is, at that point in time, were all the kids in the room dead? Was everybody in there already dead? I don't think they knew. But I don't know. whether they were or weren't, Get the fuck in there. But were the shot were they firing shots? I mean, dude, I, I agree. I, I mean, you know, I'm just saying. I don't have all those answers, but from what I see here, there is a huge failure. Massive. Fifty-eight magazines were recovered. Fifty-eight mags? Uh-huh. That's that. insane. Dude, that's an insane amount of ammunition. There's no answer that's good enough, man. I mean, it, it, it's such a massive it's such loss. a massive loss, a massive failure. It's just one of those things that there's no there's no restitution. There's no answers. There's going to be, you know, for the families who lost their children. There's nothing. There's that, nothing. There's just nothing. And they, they lost everything. Their lives are changed yeah, forever. Uh, yeah. I mean, you'll never get back what you had when you dropped your child off for school that morning. You'll never get it back.
doesn't matter who's held accountable or anything. You know or, what I'm saying? Or what's done to them. Every failure is typically a leadership failure. It's not the guy who was sitting there waiting to kick the door down that failed here. It's the guy whose job it was to tell that guy to go kick the door down and shoot that guy in the face. It's a leadership problem. There, there's a leadership issue on the police side, in the school side, every aspect of this, massive leadership failures. Congress, Senate, all that. I mean, all the way up the chain, but, but on the ground in Texas, you've got two levels of leadership failure, which is number one is the first line of defense, which is the school. The school should be locked up. You should have a guy on the premises at all times with a loaded firearm, period, end of story. And they should be ready to die for the kids. Too often, these resource officers run the other way because really they're just sitting there picking up a paycheck. Right. But these resource officers, whoever the hell they are, they should be ready to die for these kids. And then the other side of it, the police side, massive leadership failure. If they were chasing the guy and his car crashed into a ditch, he should have been dead in the schoolyard. They should have lit him up. I think there were, from what I read, that there were shots they were exchanging fire well, they should have kept chasing all the way into the school until they busted a cap in his ass or it's an active pursuit that means you don't hold back when the guy rolls into a school no that's crazy no you you go extra hard you send people in from every single angle of the school through windows through doors through everything to find this guy pop a cap in his ass before he hurts any kids right and that's a leadership call on behalf of the police whoever was there calling the shots go get that motherfucker everybody all hands on deck get in that school cop no cop anybody get in there fucking handle it right make it happen going into becoming an officer you are prepared you should be prepared to die protecting that's the oath you take the oath, man. That That's what the oath is about. But, you know, and, and, and that's my point is that it's not the guys. It's probably not the guys who are doing the chasing. They have to follow orders. Right. Otherwise. They, they were given orders and they were following orders. Who's giving the orders? That's where the failure comes to. I don't know the situation on that level, but I would say that there are certain times when as an officer, like if it were me, I wouldn't have held back. I probably would have gone against some orders there. Dude, I would have had my freaking patrol car through the fence of that In- schoolyard and been running that motherfucker over. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, what are we talking about here? Chasing somebody? Oh, we'll catch him. We're going to catch this motherfucker with a bullet or a car, or we're going to catch him with something. Right, right. Oh, he's running across the schoolyard? Watch me get up in the schoolyard and make this happen. I mean, no, don't go in the schoolyard. Hold back. Fuck you. Not holding back nothing. Bye, y'all. Drop that motherfucker, dude. And, you know, but that's that's the crazy thing. And then all of a sudden you didn't follow orders, and now you're being charged with murder when actually you just prevented some horrific right i mean situation from occurring but it's a leadership failure at the end of the day it's a leadership failure on behalf of the school it's a leadership failure on behalf of the police force and the leadership should be replaced in that school and in that police force immediately boom no questions asked heads are rolling boom dude fucking hate it for you hey shit happened on your watch dude you gotta go matter of fact you ought to be offering your damn resignation 
if you're the principal, if you're the vice principal, if you're the officer on duty, if you're if you're the uh, police chief, or if you're the person who's calling shots during that whole episode, you should offer your resignation. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I certainly would. I would. Sorry, it had I, to be you. you I'd know. do it, dude. I'd be like, I I failed. I'm sorry. I'm out. There's nothing I, else I can say. Right. I, I can't. I can't proceed. Uh, my yeah. hope in just closing out and, you know, offering our not only condolences, but thoughts and prayers for everybody who has lost somebody. I mean, from any shooting yeah. around the U.S., it, dude, it, it's an everyday occurrence. Well, and I will say this, dude, and this is the this is the saddest thing about it. And I'll, I, I promise you, from my perspective, this is true because I've been in combat before and I've had everything shot at me. Right. From sniper rifles to pistols to fucking AK-47 mortars. To mortars to fucking ICBM missiles to fucking IEDs, fucking artillery shells. Nothing is scarier than bullets, dude. Bullets are the scariest thing to have shot at you. It's incredibly scary um, because you can't see them. You can barely hear them, but you know they're coming from a weapon because you can hear the weapon but you don't know if they're going to hit you or not. That anticipation is terrifying. And, and so I hate that, you know, for those kids. And really, like you're saying, anybody who's been shot at understands the feeling um, of when you hear bullets flying your direction. It's, it's, it's horrifying. Mad condolences to the families. Um, and may this shit end. May, may we stop these motherfuckers in their tracks. And honestly, dude, I'll be honest with you. Um, I don't really want to carry. And I feel like even if I were carrying and I was being robbed, I would not pull. I would just give all my shit, including the gun. I'd say, look, I'm armed. Gun's right here. Take the fucking gun. Because I don't want to get into a gunfight over my stuff. Right. Does that make stuff sense? That's replaceable. Bro, you can have my truck. You can have my wallet. You can have my stuff. I got stuff. insurance. Yeah, whatever. Even if I don't have insurance, you can fucking have it. Right. It doesn't matter. Right. Take my fucking house. Like whatever. Just let me get my family out of here. You know what I mean? Right. Because at the end of the day, none of it matters. The reason you want to have a gun is for this type of shit. There's a lady who just shot a guy this weekend who went and was shooting up a wedding, dude. I heard about and that. And she popped the cap in his ass and killed him before anybody else got shot. He showed up, started spraying bullets. She freaking popped out. He got some, dropped him. And that was that. Over. And that's why you want to carry. Yeah. And I've come to that realization throughout this scenario has brought me to that realization because, bro, I got to tell you, one thing that would be difficult for me to live with is that if I were in a situation like that and I wasn't strapped. Yeah. I mean, think about it, dude. I could have done something. Right. could have done something. I could have stopped that from happening. And dude, it happens all the time. You know, so you have to have good guys with guns, too. Right, because the bad guys will have them for sure. Well, bad guys are going to have them, and law enforcement is going to have them, i.e. the government. So basically, if you're saying we should make guns illegal, then you're basically stepping up and saying, yeah, we should only let the bad guys and the government have guns. The vast majority of people that are buying guns, I mean, dude, hey, put an age limit on it, put a time, two-week hold. Okay, fine. Put red flags. You go buy and... a fucking gun that's going to take you two weeks. You got to wait two weeks to go back and pick it up. Cool. Whatever. Most people don't give a fuck. 
right? Because I don't have to go shoot something right now. Right. I got other guns. Right. I can wait two weeks to get that gun. I just want that gun because I want that gun. Right. You can plan for it. You're an adult. Right. It's going to take two weeks. You don't have an agenda. But you need a fucking, you need the good guys with guns. You know, that's most important. You know, one of the reasons they say why the United States has not gotten attacked, direct military, and that they won't is because of how armed our citizens are. You would not want to fuck around here, dude. But it creates this other problem that we still can't figure out. Security, bro. That's the answer. It's about fucking, in, in my opinion, okay, how do we prevent people from robbing banks? How do we prevent people from fucking killing the president of the United States? Breaking into the White House. Security. Breaking into fucking wherever the fuck. Security. I mean, I always had this problem with alarm systems. By the time your alarm system goes off, bro, the only thing that thing is telling you is your fuck get ready. Because it's not keeping anybody out. The alarm system itself just alerts you when someone's already busted down your fucking door. And hopefully the alarm system itself scares them away. Nonetheless, it represents that the damage has already been done, theoretically. Oh, yeah. Why do we have such low security standards on things like weddings, on things like schools? Why are we not protecting our religious ceremonies why are we not protecting our children while they're at school why are we not protecting ourselves against crazy motherfuckers with guns it's so fucking crazy you're gonna have an armored truck and an armed guard ready to die for what at Mo the bank money money yet you got a whole cache of 300 of people's kids over here and you know, if, if somebody really wanted to go down there and make some shit happen, they could. Because the level of security ain't shit. I mean, luckily, all these motherfuckers who are doing this bullshit are ultimately, they're just, they're, they're fucking mentally ill. And look how much damage they're able to do. Can you imagine if somebody actually knew what the fuck they were doing, went to do some shit like this? It'd be an atrocity. And these are massive numbers. But these are the numbers that can be done with firearms. I mean, there's a saying in the military, that even a six-year-old child can kill the most highly trained Navy SEAL with one bullet. All they got to do is pull the trigger. You got to have security because whether you have gun laws or no gun laws, a crazy motherfucker that wants to do damage is always going to try. And maybe they'll succeed. It's interesting, too, because when you go to um, Central America, there's armed guards everywhere. Armed police all over the place. Guarding everything. Schools, banks, restaurants, freaking people's houses. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because they've got a real gang problem right. in Central America, South America. So we have a problem. But, dude. The way you stop a crazy motherfucker with a gun is with a gun. And other other things intact. Security, schools being secure, not having doors propped open, um, gun laws. Like, yes. Like, yeah, I mean, there's certain levels of barriers that sure. you can put in place. But to... I'm just saying, when the, when the range is hot, right. when you got a crazy motherfucker in there licking off shots, murdering people, you got to take them down. Yeah, quick. Yeah, like with a bullet. Yeah. And, you know, you can't always rely on the police force to do that. It's, you know, there's there's not enough time, dude. Imagine the amount of, I mean, a minute is like an hour when it comes to busting into a classroom with an AR-15 and killing 20 people. 
Oh, yeah. That can be done in 20 seconds. Yeah. Five minutes is too long. You yeah. get there in two minutes, it's too late. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you got to have security at the school. Yep. Every parent would pay more. Totally. Every parent would put money up, dude. Listen, if you have any thoughts, any concerns, any feedback, please share your ideas with us at the Manfused website, manfused.com. You can also email us. You can call and leave messages. Get in touch with us. We want to hear what you have to say, your thoughts on it, your perspective, and um, we'll talk to you next week. Our thoughts and prayers do go out to the families that have been affected by the Uvalde shooting and all the other shootings around yeah, the God United bless. States. And um, stay safe out there, for real. It's a jungle.